Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies on an adventure to learn more about cooking, cannabis, and the fine art of gluttony. Join us every 10 days or so as we get high and make our way through a recipe. Step inside and let the consumption begin. (laughs) Hello, Becca. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I was... We were both just staring at each other, like, who's going to talk first? I I always wait for you to start, though. But hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You're good. What's going on? What's going on is I'm enjoying something new from Busy. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. They launched a new product that arrived this week, and it is their Peachy Keen Gummy which is uh, 25 milligrams of CBD and 2.5 grams of THC. And they do specify it is the Delta 9 THC, but I'm not sure I'm noticing a difference yet. I took it about an hour ago and I do feel really nice right now. Really, really nice. (laughs) I'm so glad you got some. We are big fans. And... This is a good time to say, use our discount code, all caps, H-G-B-I-Z-D-Y, B-I-Z-D-Y, a busy CBD. But that's great because you said you had some, the uh, like yesterday maybe, and you also smoked something a little bit intense. And so you could tell probably when it kicked in, but it also wasn't like a totally fair assessment of just the Kuchikine on its own. Correct. Yes, this is correct. But I I was very happy because I was starting to go over to the what is happening? Who am I? What am I doing with my life? Oh, my God, I'm messing everything up. And all of a sudden, it was just like, it's very soothed. So came in and said, it's okay. You don't have to think about all this right now. It's Friday evening. Let's just enjoy ourselves. So that was a nice little bonus. Yeah, for once. To have it go that way instead of stay in the, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> No, that's great though. You're enjoying it so far. I'm going to have to get some and test it out myself. I am smoking something a little bit new for me also today. So something new, which is Greenscape Productions Orange Belts. And it's got 28% THC. 5.7 milligrams per gram of lemonine, 5.28 of, oh, I didn't write that second one down. And then the last one is 2.8 milligrams of linalool. So I will try to find that out and add it in, but I totally just skipped it over. But it's nice. I'm really enjoying it. I I do tend to love high THC things. So yes, thank you. But we are also drinking some bubbles today, something a little bit festive. I have a teeny tiny bit of a hangover. I told Gretchen that James and I made the mistake of splitting one bottle of wine last night. So my bubbles have a little bit of grapefruit juice and some sparkling lemon water in there. So it's more grapefruit juice and less bubbles, but it's there's a bubble presentation representation happening. It's like it's a relative of the most mimosa. What what you, the pomosa? You could call it pomosa. Pomosa. 
Pomosa. You're having a pomosa. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm sure it's yeah. great for the hangover. Make you feel a little bit like get that nice uh, those lemon aromatics going to make you feel better. And grapefruit's always great. So mm-hmm. grapefruit, grapefruit, what you- grapefruit. What are you drinking? I'm having a new sparkling wine from Inkiru, where I am a wine club member. Because I was thinking yesterday, I was like, ooh, what do I have in the way of sparkling wine here? Not a lot of options. And wasn't really keen to buy a whole other bottle of wine at this point. I'm trying to control myself around the alcohol. But they put one in my wine club shipment. So I was like, well, I guess I have to drink that now. So I mean... If it came to you, then <laughs> yes, probably. Yes. <laughs> yes, it came to me, therefore. <laughs> Either that or I was going to bust out some hella old, brighter bubbles and uh, go for it. So Gamble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some of those bottles are really good still. Some of them are a little flat, but it's held up. And I've been storing it in my garage for a year. So that's like kind of amazing that it's even remotely okay. Yeah. (laughs) Drinkable at all. (laughs) Anyway, so today, sweet potatoes. We are... Sweet potatoes. Specifically, Japanese sweet potatoes. Yes. Which is something I'm not familiar with. Gretchen knew all about it, loved it, of course. We came across this recipe of what we're going to do with our sweet potatoes from one of our Instagram friends, Kristen, at Weekend Home Kitchen. This is going to be pretty simple, but there is a little bit of a trick, I guess I would say, to the process in the order that the sweet potatoes are prepared or prepared to go into the oven. So anyway, I'm not saying this very well, but... I'm excited to see how this is going to go. It's cheese, it's potatoes, it's oil. That's pretty much it. But we did also want to talk a little bit about Japanese sweet potatoes since, like I said, this is something new to me. But Gretchen, since you're a little bit more familiar with them, what can you tell me about these little sweet potatoes? They're a little bit, they're pretty purple, or mine were pretty purple. Yes, Yes. and they do have a really beautiful purple outside. The sources where we we looked up our information and noted that these are a little bit sweeter than the orange sweet potatoes in flavor, at least. They have a little bit more of a nuttiness, and I agree with that. One of the nice things about them, though, is that they are more of a potato color. So if that's something that you want out of your sweet potato, (laughs) these are the potatoes for you. I came across them at a farmer's market a few years ago and have kind of been definitely was very obsessed with them for a while, but haven't haven't done much with them in the last year or so, just by the nature of how I get into things. But yeah, I really like them. I I was like, these are amazing. I don't understand what is so much better about them than other sweet potatoes, but they just hit the spot for me. I'm so looking forward to tasting it because yeah, like the the article that we got a lot of our information from is called maclea.com and this is slash Japanese sweet potato. We'll try to link it in our show notes, but it is originally um, was originally part of the Southern region of Japan. Kyushu is where this sweet potato in particular has its roots and it is 
sweet with the chestnut like flavor. You had said nutty and I'm going to try to see if in particular I can taste that chestnut piece of it too. Actually, yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. I hadn't put that, I hadn't seen that in particular, but yes, they do have a real chestnutty quality to them. So uh, perfect. That's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Chestnutty flavor. And this article also says has a very silky smooth texture. So in addition to all of those sort of aesthetic and flavor pieces of it, the Japanese sweet potato is really good for you. I know we jokingly say that a lot just because we put like an herb in butter, but these actually do have a lot of benefits, including lots of minerals, vitamins, and fiber, which I know I always need more fiber. Everybody needs more fiber. Fiber is so important. (laughs) It's crucial. Absolutely. So find your sweet potatoes or your Japanese sweet potatoes in particular. But it does have a lot of um, antioxidants, vitamin B, vitamin C, and vitamin E. And I do have to do a quick aside real quick because I have been meaning to talk to you about this for so long. But did you know that vitamin C, no, vitamin D, is not something that we absorb. It's something that is activated from within our body by certain things. Say what now? Vitamin D is not something that is like given to us by vegetables or whatever. It's something we have that's activated by certain things. That, uh, that makes sense because that's why sunlight is really important as far as vitamin D production in the body. Like you actually need to get a certain amount of sunlight in order to produce, like to have your levels go up. So that does make sense that that's part of it. <laughs> I just always thought it was because of the sun, but it has nothing to do with sweet potatoes. it's just kind of changed my whole world but anyway okay so sweet potatoes are very good for you lots of fat lots of protein not a lot of fat a little bit of fat lots of fiber good amount of protein and good carbs so eat your japanese sweet potatoes and then gretchen already said that the inside is a little bit sort of pale yellow it does look almost more like i don't know it's even lighter than a russet for me it's pretty white White, yeah. It's white before you cook it, and then it gets pretty yellow uh, once you've applied heat. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, anything else we should know about these cutie little potatoes before we get into our ingredients and instructions? So one of the benefits for these is they do have a... Right on time. (laughs) Japanese sweet potatoes have less moisture than other types of sweet potatoes, which makes them a little more versatile for using as a replacement and like a a typical potato recipe. If you're trying to supplement with something that's a little healthier, these are much easier to swap in than a regular sweet potato. Uh, so it gets a little bit more of like a baked potato kind of texture to it and why it's really popular as just a straight up baked potato. And I think one of the articles was stating that it's like super popular in Japan 
to the point where like all these places that just like will make you a sweet potato are popping up and they're like these tiny little shops and you can just go in and get a like roasted sweet potato top with things and eat it and have it for a meal yeah that sounds delicious that's awesome i'm doing a big (laughs) batch of baked potatoes later because she so one of the things she did recommend and i hope you won't you'll forgive me a little bit for diving into the baked sweet potato recipe just just briefly and i will try and make this very quick where she said that it's like a long slow cooking process is good she likes to bake them at about 320 degrees wrapped in um kitchen paper that she's moistened which i think is she means parchment paper i think it's just translated a little weird and then wrap that in tin foil and cook it in a 320 degree oven for about 90 minutes. And then once it's softened completely all the way through when you poke it, you turn the oven off and leave them in for another 30 minutes just to really, it really concentrates the sweetness of the potato and gives it that like extra silky texture on the inside. I want that. I wish I had saved one back to do that. I didn't read all that baking stuff because I was like, oh, we're not doing the baking today. But Oh, I want to try that. That sounds really, really delicious. I'm glad I bought a whole big bag of them from Trader Joe's to, uh, that I'm going to have to eat. And they're all tiny, so they're like not good for much of like anything other than baking them. So Totally. Throw those little guys in the oven. We are going to use the oven, though, just in sort of a different application of the sweet potato than keeping it whole. Do you want to walk us through the ingredients? I guess. Should we start with? Yeah, ingredients. Okay. I think we should start with the ingredients. Again, this pretty simple recipe. She just really did a video. So this is entirely based on her little reel that she did showing us this. And (laughs) so you're going to need a sweet potato. They did specify like one large sweet potato. I have a bunch of little tiny sweet potatoes because, again, I got my shit from Trader Joe's and it was all fucking tiny. So. And I have like two mediums. So, so whatever size you have, I guess. <laughs> then you are using a cup of cheese and the suggested types were Gruyere, or as we're going to call it now, Gruyere, because we cannot find Gruyere. <laughs> and Gouda and um, shoot, what was the last one? Spicy Fontina. Spicy Fontina. I did not get. I got Gruyere and Gouda for my cheese. And I got Gouda and Fontina and I put a little Parmesan in there also. Just for funsies. And then salt and pepper and a little seasoning salt, I think is one of the things she was using on there. And um, I think she was using just a a neutral oil. I wasn't 100% sure what kind of oil she was using, but you're going to need some oil for this recipe as well. I believe she said olive oil in the notes. So olive oil. And we are going to put the oven at 375. I guess we actually already have done that. So not too high of a heat for olive oil. Right. Correct. Okay. Okay. So very simple ingredients. If you don't already have the Japanese sweet potato, you probably have other things. And I'm I'm sure you could use any cheese that would be kind of melty. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I was yeah. standing there looking at the Monterey Jack. Like, yeah, as long as it's a melty cheese. Because what we're going to aim for here is a crispy, cheesy layer underneath. And then, like, dot, we're going to dot sweet potatoes on the top of that. Well, I guess we're making small piles of cheese and then baking the potato on top of it. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes olive oil, cheese, potato, more olive oil, then your seasonings. So we have sliced our potatoes already grated our cheese and preheated our oven. So how long do you think it took to get to this point? 15 minutes tops. I want to say more like 10. Right. Yeah. Washing your potatoes, getting your cheese grated, and then cutting up your potatoes. Pretty easy. And if you do a really small potato, you could be done pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did use a mandolin to slice my potatoes, so they were nice and consistent. Mine are a mess. They're all <laughs> over the place in thickness, so we'll see what happens. Like, it's a really crispy one, and some hopefully crispy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You'll see. <laughs> TBD. We're going to say world level one. Yeah. Probably one. And what about equipment that we're using today? You can execute this without a lot of equipment. Really, you can buy pre-grated cheese if you want, but since we didn't, you'll need a box grater if you're grating your own cheese. If you have a mandolin to use to do some nice, thin, consistent slices, you can do that. Or any other slicing thing. Got a, got a mechanical slicer of some kind? Do that. Uh, and a sheet pan. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. This has been, I mean... Sometimes we remember to do like a dishes scale world level. Yeah. And this has been just two cutting boards and a and a baking sheet. It's been fantastic. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We like the level of dish. Yeah. Okay. So to recap, we're going to go into the kitchen and we're going to dollop down olive oil, put our grated cheese on top of that, put the sliced Japanese sweet potato on top of the cheese, more olive oil seasonings, and then bake in the 375 oven until the cheese is browned and the potatoes are tender. Okay. Well, are we ready? Okay. Let's do this. All right. Okay. I've arrived in the kitchen. Oh, we made it all the way. The long, treacherous, treacherous journey to the kitchen. Okay. Let's do this. Olive oil first. Olive ready? oil first. Here we go. Come. Count your potatoes? No, why? I was just wondering if I should count my dollops or just kind of... Oh, I, you know boring. what? I'm just pouring it onto the sheet pan and I was going to spread it out with my hand. So. Oh, well that, yeah, that would work too. Because uh, you're right, I could have dolloped, but it's just going everywhere. Why dollop when you can pour? Why dollop when you can just pour it everywhere and have a lake of <laughs> olive oil in the middle of your pan? <laughs> I guess you're right. I'm gonna have to kind of go a little bit of a little bit of cheese, do some cheese piles, then put my potatoes down. Do some cheese piles, put my potatoes down. Yeah, it's a little bit of a of a dance here. 
Oh, and then she did say to let everything cool before you start tearing it apart after <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's hard. It's It looked like really melty and delicious. So <laughs> remind yourself, restraint, restraint, restraint. let it crisp up. Yeah. Little piles, little piles of cheese on a sheet pan for some Japanese sweet potatoes. Is that the Weeds intro song? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little boxes on the inside. And they all look just the same. These will not all look the same. Little potatoes on the baking sheet. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, I definitely have more. I think I have way more potatoes than I have space, space on this tray. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I'm putting... Because she was putting them like a little bit apart, right? can't remember i feel like they kind of came up together sometimes so yeah maybe they were kind of close i'm not doing mine that close though but let's squish them well i've got little tiny ones so i'm trying to figure out how 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 spaced apart they should be Mm -hmm. okay now i'm definitely feeling something as far as like (laughs) the weed goes you're feeling peachy I'm feeling peachy keen. <laughs> What's your guess about how long these will go? Like 10 I mean, minutes? I, yeah, maybe. Maybe more for some of my thick ones. Okay, I forgot to start the timer, so we're, I have 15 minutes on the timer right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Might be doing too much cheese. Is your cheese coming out the sides, or is it like staying yeah. kind of under? No, no, it's coming out the sides. Okay. I mean, I don't like the having it be directly under the potato is all that important because it is just going to melt out from underneath it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I am uh, I'm trying for you to fit a few more of these potatoes on here. I am well potatoed. <laughs> Definitely more than my one sheet pan worth here. So uh-huh. we'll have to make another batch later. Oh, darn more cheesy potatoes. More cheesy potatoes. Yeah, I'm going to yes. go till I run out of cheese on this one. And then the rest shall have to wait. I'm just going until I run out of space. Yeah. Which will be sooner than later. Now it might be a cheese is the limiting factor here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, still space. Well, I'm out of cheese officially. So should we time travel? And then... Oh, well, we got to do our back? season... Oh, yeah, more olive oil and then seasoning. That's right. Yeah, so we got to dollop the tops with olive oil. Okay. Okay, more olive oil. Having a little trouble with, like, getting the right amount here, but I've discovered if I pour it onto my hand and then drizzle over the potatoes. (laughs) Ultimate control. This is, like, I can get a couple drops on top of each potato, and then I'm just going to blot my fingers on the last couple. (laughs) It's very oily. The problem with the hand oiling method is your hands get all oily. Yeah, you're oiled up. All right, so I'm using a organic umami seasoning from Whole Foods on top of mine. Nice. I just made like a pretty basic like paprika, salt, pepper, onion, garlic, a teeny bit of sugar. That's it. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. Seasoning up, seasoning up. I'm ready to go in the oven. Let's do it. Let's do it. A little time travel coming your way. 
All right, so let's start with a 10-minute timer. All right, we'll see you uh, in the future in about 10 minutes. We will be so different in the future. I know it. We'll be cheese-filled, actually. We will be cheese-filled. All right, let's do this. Future, future. <laughs> and we have potatoes, hopefully of a crispy-ish variety of some sort here. Yeah, we're cheeseless in the future. We haven't tasted these yet. It did take us both about 20 minutes to get them to where we thought they were cooked through and the cheese was crispy enough. I had a ton of oil in yeah. my baking sheet. Um, but they have cooled enough at this point that we can touch them. So we're going to taste them. Here we go. Let's see. Oop. All right. Yep. There's a little nice crisp edges on those cheeses. Yeah. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. I taste the, or I had the crunch texture first. I bit it like upside down, I guess now. And it was so nice to have that crunch and then the really, really soft potato next. They're, they're a really great texture combo. And I think I do a little bit more seasoning, but my potato is nice and soft. It's cooked through. It is sweet. I forgot to taste for chestnuts. So I'll do that on my next bite. But the cheese is perfectly crispy. It's nice and dark brown on this on the middle part closest to the potato, but then it's like a golden on the edges. Okay, what do you think, Gretchen? I think mine are a little bit underbaked. My cheese is a little bit, it, it still has a little too much chew. I feel like it needs, like I needed to let it get a little bit crispier because I pulled it because I was nervous about how crispy it was. And the outside edges were crispy, but then as soon as you moved away from the outside edges, that was not crispy anymore. The potato texture was nice, but yeah, I, I think I needed like, two to three minutes more in the oven to get that really crispy. And I probably could chuck it back in and just like see what happens uh, to, to finish it out. But I'll do that after we're done recording. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, and you had done more cheese than I did. You had grated more cheese. And I had said, I wish I had put more cheese on mine. So I think it probably would have taken longer if I'd had the cheese quantity I secretly wanted and that you had, but getting it right, I think is really nice because of the nothing competes or overpowers the other. They just really go well together and you're left with that sweetness and that nice texture of either the crunch or the potato. Well, I'm a fan. I will be doing this again and playing around with it. Yes. Love it. I'm going to have another one. Yeah, I do like how the cheese works really nicely with that light, nutty flavor of the sweet potato. I would be curious to try this with like regular potato as well, just to see where like the differences are. But it does. I like it overall because it's nice and easy. Really great. Like would be kind of a fun thing for a party because you could just like bake them and throw them out on the tray as they are. Mm -hmm. So if you like yeah. tucked them in a little bit closer even and like baked them that way and so there's like individual little chips but with a, a nice cheesy crust so like potato nachos almost almost yeah so mm. yeah awesome well we appreciate the recipe Kristen, at weekend home kitchen and if you are on instagram give her a follow but also give us a follow tell everybody you know about us 
join our Patreon. We are doing deep dives into all sorts of things over there. So talk about, or we're just recently talked about Gretchen's birthday dinner. So that'll be there sometime. So yeah, join the Patreon. Like and join subscribe. It. Yeah, like and subscribe. Uh, take take advantage of our our offer code at busy. Yeah. You know, that's again H G busy B I Z Z Y. And you can pick up their peachy king gummies, which are delightful. I'm a big fan of also their big stick energy, which is a <laughs> A balm of sorts, a CBD balm, does seem to really help my joint pain. So I, I'm a big fan of the big stick energy. We'll have to try their like take on tiger balm at some point. And yeah, like, subscribe, join us on the Patreon, join us on Instagram, and uh, we will see you a little later, gluttoneers. That's right. Eat your Japanese sweet potatoes. And off we go. Off we go. I gotta get like a little coconut holster. That's what I've decided. Yeah, that's what you need. I broke mine the other day. (gasps) They're fine, but it one cracked. Okay. Oh, okay. Off we go. Fully broken. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Off we go. Bye bye. Okay. Bye.